0: It's not a game. It's a Hello, and welcome to The Broke Bingo Addict. This is a podcast that ventures through the wild and crazy world of bingo. This is much more than your grandmother's bingo. My name is Shari, and we're going to take a look into a pastime that is loved around the world and the wide variety of platforms it crosses including online gaming, cruise ships, conventions, local bingo halls, and much, much more. This is a podcast not only for dedicated players, but for the casual player as well that wants to learn more about the game. Just keep in mind, this is for entertainment purposes only. Now let's get started with this week's edition of The Broke Bingo Addict. I think you'd be hard-pressed to find anybody who doesn't know about bingo, uh, everybody from the age of five has probably played it in one form or another, although I think it initially earned its popularity from being a part of church fun- functions, particularly among Catholics. Uh, but it's also been popular a popular source of entertainment for baby showers and wedding showers. It's on phone apps, cruises, definitely uh, a big thing in casinos, particularly, I know, in Las Vegas. But for those of you who may not be aware... The object of the game is to be the first person to complete a predetermined pattern using numbers from one to 75 that correspond with letters spelling bingo across the top of the playing card. Now there are five numbers below B, I, G, and O, and only four under the letter N, which contains a free spot in the middle. The most common pattern is a line of five or four numbers, depending on whether or not you use the free space. The line can be horizontal, vertical, or diagonal. Typically, there's a screen displaying the numbers being called so that people can view the next bingo number and keep track of the prior ones. Again, the first person to get the pattern yells bingo. And depending on where you're playing, you can win thousands and thousands of dollars. The money is really enticing. But to be honest, the thing I love most about bingo are the fun-loving people that I typically spend most of my weekend with. I love that when the caller says B1, there is a player that yells out, I'm number one, and then that's met with a bunch of groans from other people. I love that when they say B69, there's a player that goes, whoa, 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 (laughs) whoa. I love that when they say B40, several people yell out, 40, You know, to be honest, I don't know why they yell 40, but I do know that that is actually not specific to where I play bingo. You know, I love that bingo players won't let anything stop them. I mean, a lady actually died in her seat one night, and after the appropriate responsibilities were taken care of, they just kept playing bingo. (laughs) I will say, nobody sat in her seat for a few weeks, but bingo goes on no matter what. But don't get me wrong, the bingo community is comprised of some really wonderful, caring people. This game brings together people of all races, nationalities, ages, and sexual orientations. These are some of the most interesting people, all hanging out together. So that is really the motivating force as to why I wanted to start a podcast. You see, it was my habit to play bingo, let's say, once or twice a week at a place that was close to my house, Um, Actually, it was only about a couple of blocks away. And I started playing there a few years ago. So over time, I've developed several friendships and a strong connection to the community. And there was always so much going on that when I would come home at night, and that was usually around, you know, 11 or 12 at night, I would have all this adrenaline and I needed some type of an outlet And my husband got real tired of hearing about the one that got away. You know, if they had just called B6, I would have won $1,000. Or if they had just called 072, I would have won $500. But anyway, he was getting real tired of that. So voila, a podcast is born. Now, I've already mentioned some of the pros about playing bingo. But uh, I really have to take a minute to point out one of the major cons. Although there's the presence of the word addict in my title, it's really being used in jest because there is a very real risk of developing an addiction. I have seen players develop a serious addiction to the game to the point of financial ruin. So that said, if you have an addictive personality, please be aware that playing bingo for for profit should really be avoided. I mean, I have seen women spend hundreds of dollars you know, just on a single night and then walk away not winning anything. You know, just think about if they're doing that regularly. So you have to be really careful to know what your limit is and how far in debt you're willing to go. Luckily, I'm cheap. So that really hasn't been a problem. I mean, I've robbed Peter to pay Paul a couple of times, but that's the worst it's been. I never, ever gamble with money that I know I don't have. So uh, this is a very sincere warning that if you have a propensity to uh, spend more than you actually can afford, please don't uh, get into this game. Uh, Because it is very addictive. Once you get in there, once you have one, there's something about it. It's just the joy of, I don't know, just saying bingo that just kind of sucks you right in there. And it's amazing how you will just spend and spend and spend, even though you're not winning. I've had times when I've gone for months, you know, and not won a dime, and yet there I am going every week spending more and more money to win back a little bit of money. So uh, there's definitely that addiction, and I definitely have that part of it. But again, I don't spend money that I know I don't have. So I recommend the same for anybody else who's playing. So ironically, right when I decided to finally get off my lazy butt and start putting my podcast together, uh, I've been talking about it for years, so it was time to finally start putting up or shutting up, Right when I decided to do that, guess what? Pandemic time, yep, yep. How ironic is that? I love it. So that kind of stalled things for a while and I was really sad. Couldn't play bingo, couldn't do anything, couldn't see my friends, Um, much like the rest of the world, you know, obviously stuck at home for the majority of time and just kind of putzing. But something happened one day, I don't know what it was, I honestly can't remember. I was on the computer and looking for things, um, somehow I ran into this really cool website. It's called Bingo Me Now, and what it is is it shows you areas in your community where you can play bingo. Uh, actually, what it does is it shows from your location within miles. So, like, it'll, if there's a place playing uh, bingo, you know, six feet away, whatever, it just it gives you the distance from your house to these places that are playing bingo. And what I found was that this place called cry help was actually playing bingo. And kind of funny, because that is actually the last place I was able to play bingo at before the whole pandemic struck. So I think that was kind of uh, fortuitous that that's also the first place I was going to get to go back and play bingo. And trust me, I was definitely going to go back. I just had to check out the rules and everything. And basically what it is, is you can use this app. Again, it's called bingo me now. And when you go on there, it's going to show you places that are playing bingo. It'll show you the distance it is from your house. And then you can log on to the place that you want to play. Again, the place that I was playing at was called Cry Help Bingo. And so you log on and you buy your packs. And if there are any additional things that they're offering, sometimes they have like the things called either uh, pull tabs or uh, extra packs, if you want extra packs, excuse me, whatever it is that you want to buy. You can buy it online so you just do it. At, you know, there's a little $2 service fee or whatever. You go on there, you you purchase it online with a credit card, and then when you go to the location, then you drive up in your car and you actually have to stay in your car. I think this is what they're calling drive-up bingo and we'll talk about that more in a in another episode but it's drive up bingo and it's being allowed in California and obviously other places too where you just pull in you stay in your car you you know they tell you where to park and then somebody eventually one of the helpers will walk up they'll ask you either your name or your receipt number I've had it. I've gone a couple of places and some places do the name some places do the receipt but either way you, you give them that information and then they'll go and then they get everything that you purchased your pack and everything and then they bring it to you you know it's in a bag so you're not touching anybody and they give it to you and you sit in your car and you get all organized get your stuff all together and then you just stay in your car for the for the rest of the day other than going to the restroom and so you're not touching anybody and you're socially socially distancing. You know, I mean, the drawback is yes, you're not going to be able to hang out with your friends physically. But, um, you know, at least you're playing bingo. At least you're having fun. At least you're getting out of the house and, you know, getting somewhat back to what you used to do. So it's fun. The one thing to remember, though, is you can't just yell bingo. So what it is, is you've got the Um, game is displayed using zoom. So everybody has their zoom, they log in. And you can hear the caller, you can see the caller, you can see the numbers up on the board. So you play the game. And they call very slow to make sure everybody has a chance to to uh, mark their cards. And also more importantly, everybody has the chance that to honk their horn and yell bingo when and if that uh, happens. Hopefully it does. So you just got to be careful about that. Sometimes people honk their horns for other reasons, and it's kind of confusing. But I think at this point, most people have figured it out. So they honk their horn. You honk your horn if you've got bingo. They stop the game. One of the runners, you know, comes and verifies it. And hopefully there you go. So... That's what I've been doing now and we'll be speaking about for a while. Hopefully we'll get back to indoor bingo and we'll have some more fun things about what's going on within the community. And um, yeah, but very, very grateful to have at least some kind of an outlet for me and other people. One of the things I want to do each week is to have a section called Bingo Lingo. This is a section where we're going to Explain some of the terminology that people run into that can be a little bit confusing. So, uh, hopefully, this will help people out. And the first one that I'm going to talk about in this episode is going to be called waving. I know that sounds strange, and we're not talking about waving to your friends, we're not talking about waving in a parade. We're talking about an expression that is used when people inadvertently call bingo. And yes, people. Always inadvertently called bingo. I don't think I've ever been to a bingo game where somebody, uh, including myself, didn't say bingo at the wrong time. But what happens when you do that is for the the uh, the place where you're playing bingo, they need to confirm whether that was an actually a bingo or whether there was a, a problem or something. And one of the things they do is once it's confirmed that it actually wasn't a bingo, is they have the player wave off, that's what they say. So the, the caller will say, does the player wave? Or the uh, player sometimes will just say, put their hand in, their air, in the air and themselves just say wave and everything. So uh, it's a little embarrassing, but I'm telling you, everybody has done it. I've done it just recently. And I guarantee you, I'll do it again. So what happens though, sometimes uh, for myself, the most recent one was that I had covered a number that hadn't been called yet. Uh I needed B six to get uh four four uh four games and unfortunately they hadn't called B6, so I had to wave. The other thing that happens a lot of times is people get excited, they see the number, like let's say B six, and they see B six sitting in the window, and they get so excited that before the number's called, they go bingo! Uh, again, something I've absolutely done, and not that long ago, because you get so excited. Uh, the other thing is, and this is the one that's kind of embarrassing, is sometimes you're not playing the right game. Sometimes you're playing, uh, let's say they're playing something called triple dot, and you're playing something called uh, three straight bingos. So whatever it is, you're, you're playing the wrong game, and you, you unfortunately win, but it's, it's not accurate, so you have to wave off now, the other thing though, and this is what I think is kind of important is sometimes you 're right, and the caller or whoever is wrong, so before you wave off, you really need to take a minute. you really need to make sure that it 's you who are in error and not the uh, bingo hauler or the bingo caller because sometimes what happens and i again i 've seen this happen recently is where the bingo caller has not pushed the number down correctly, say you you want on um, Let's stick with B6. So you went on B6, and then the, the bingo caller says B6 hasn't been called. And you're like, but wait a minute, and stuff. And you look, and they'll take a second, and you have them take a second. They'll look, and you'll see that the number's been called, but they haven't pushed it in the socket deeply enough for it to register on the board. Uh, there's also the situation where sometimes they've taken the number, I'm sticking with B6, and they put it in the wrong location. So B6 was called, but they inadvertently put it in, B7, so it's not registering. So, uh, the other thing that I think to kind of keep in mind is that sometimes uh, a lot of the places where we play, you have a board and the board has a number on it. Uh, typically, it's like four numbers, so it's uh, one, two, three, four. And the person who's verifying your bingo yells out, one, two, three, four, but the person who's plugging it in types in one, two, three, five. Okay, so you got to be careful with that because sometimes they're not doing the right number and vice versa. Sometimes the person who's verifying it isn't saying the right number. So make sure that you're double checking that and 100% sure that you're in the wrong before you wave off because once you wave off, that's it. They are not coming back. You are not getting a second chance. So... Don't worry about people yelling and getting hostile or, you know, saying, "Come on, wave off, wave off." And trust me, that does happen. People tend to get a little impatient and they want to go, especially if the number that they need to win is sitting in the window and they know they have it. But don't worry about that. It's your money. It's too hard to win not to take every uh opportunity to verify that you that you're either incorrect or correct. But uh Anyway, so that's what it is. It's called waving. Uh, You will hear that done. Certainly in Southern California, that's the most typical way that people um, signify that the bingo is not correct and that you can move on. So that's our lesson for this week. Okay, so that's the end of our first episode. And they say the first one is the worst one. So we've got nowhere to go but up. Thanks so much for listening. And I hope you'll join us for our next episode in two weeks. And we're going to continue to chat about bingo during the pandemic. Until then, remember, bingo isn't just a game. It's a lifestyle. It's not a game. It's a